This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On today. We're going to speak to Bishop Michael Curry for just a few minutes. He is the head of the Episcopal Church, basically, and he's something. He's a character. Um, Can you say that? I think I just did, but you know what I mean. If you watched Meghan and Harry's wedding, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, when they got married, he officiated the wedding. And I remember sitting on the edge of my couch being terrified at his officiating the wedding because there were so many like uptight, prim and proper people in that cathedral. And he was just, you know, having church, moving around and swinging his arms and being so, you know, he only has the one speed and it's big and it's uh, beautiful. And I wondered, how's this going over? I think they even focused on a few faces who weren't so comfortable. But he speaks from the heart, and he speaks to your heart, and he does it in a very energetic way. That's Bishop Michael Curry. And uh, we're going to play the interview. Again, it's just a a few minutes, and then we're going to kind of talk about what he talks about. Meanwhile, I just wanted to check in and see how are you doing as we look at the world around us and realize... um, Things aren't, you know, getting back to normal, quote unquote, as maybe we thought it would. I got a big shock this week. Maybe it was a shock for you, too, when the Metropolitan Opera House canceled all of next season. They've canceled the, you know, the 2021 season. The the Met is going to be closed in New York City for all of 2021. That just set me back. And I had a little cry, and then I called my mother, because that's what I do. <laughs> and it's it hurts. It's painful. You know, it's painful to think we're moving very, very slowly, and as probably we should, to be safe. So that, that hurt my heart, because I love the arts, and I love New York City. That's my go-to place for joy, and... Um, I know, right? Aside from like the mountains and the meditating and the dogs and whatever, there's some special energy in New York City between the Met and St. Patrick's Cathedral and the Rockefeller Center tree, like also the parks, the restaurants. I love it there. I love the energy of New York City. And I'm just so sorry it's not coming back to life as um as quickly as I wish it would. And also I read this week Elton John has rescheduled his concerts, but not till 2022. So again, 2020 has been a you-know-what, and and 2021 is is looking like it's going to crank out very slowly. Anyway, just checking in to say, hey, how are we all doing with that? And how are we taking care of ourselves? What are you doing to help yourself through. What are you doing to help yourself through? Uh, Bishop Curry is going to talk about that. He talks about how we need community support and love around us. So I'm checking in with you right now. How supported are you? 
Does your family support you? Do your friends support you? Uh, and you know, it's not their job to, but sometimes we're lucky and we have really great supportive family and friends, sometimes not so lucky. And then it's our job to support ourselves. So that's, I'm checking in today with that thought in mind. Are you eating well? When's the last time you had a vegetable? How are you sleeping? Are you walking around the block? Self-care, that's your job. And in hard times, we got to amp it up, amp it up and do it more. I was looking at the uh, vacuum cleaner. The vacuum cleaner has been out on the kitchen floor every night this week because every night this week I thought I would have the energy to vacuum and my house is tiny. But you know, I've got chickens and they take energy. Um, But it was like, well, I'll either do my exercise video or I'll run the vacuum cleaner, but I need like 15 minutes of my body in motion nonstop. Move a muscle, change a thought. When you get moving, you feel better. Even if you're doing a, a chore, get move a muscle, change a thought, move your body. All right, that's it. Checking in on you. Checking in on you. Want to make sure you're making the healthiest choices all the way around because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. We are still figuring it out every day, figuring out the new things every day. And when we look back on all of this, it is going to be evident It is going to be very clear if we took care of ourselves or if we didn't. So take care of you. That is my message today. So I think we should make a book club. I think we should all read Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. Do you want to read the book and then call me and come on the show and tell me about your favorite parts? I think that's a wonderful idea. Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times is the book by Bishop Michael Curry, presiding bishop and primate of the Episcopal Church. If you watch the royal wedding, you know who Bishop Curry is. And I am so excited to have a few minutes with him. Bishop Michael Curry, I am so excited to speak to you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. What do I call you? Do I call you Bishop? Do I call you Reverend? What do I call you? Bishop's fine. Okay. Now, you are the bishop and the primate of the Episcopal Church. What does that mean? Uh, what it means is, um, the, I'm the presiding bishop is the real title. Primate's an additional one. The presiding bishop means that I gather all the bishops of the church when they come together and when they have to meet and serve as a spiritual, kind of the spiritual leader for the church. The whole church? Yeah, the Episcopal Church, yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. That's amazing. <laughs> now, I just have to tell you, we're going to talk about your new book. We're going to talk about Love is the Way. We're going to talk about Agape. But I just have to tell you, you know, I watched that wedding of that couple that you married. Uh, oh, yeah. Harry yeah. and Megan. I was on the uh, edge of my seat because you, sir, were captivating, and you did not hold back. What did that feel like to you? Well, it, you know, it was it was one of those days that um, I, 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 I'll never forget it, to be sure. But I, I became very aware um, of of the importance of, of them and of their life together. You know, in that wedding, just in the wedding, if you think about it, it's like two billion people. Uh, were there or watched. And for a few moments of the wedding, it was like, you know, the differences and the visions that we normally have and that we live with and that are part of us, it's as though they didn't matter because everybody was watching um, two people who were in love with each other. Mm. And their love brought Brits and Americans together. It brought people, I mean, I've talked to people in Africa, Asia, 
uh, the Pacific Rim, uh, South and Latin America, who were watching that wedding. I, I was on Capitol Hill after that for something that wasn't related to the wedding. Um, and I ran into people, I mean, across the aisles, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, talking about that wedding. I think that wedding for a few moments brought us together across our differences, and that for me was a parable of the power of what love could do if we would access it in our lives regularly. Yeah. All right. Let's go there. The book, Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. Oh, you know, love is the way, and we know that love is the way, but we have barriers inside ourselves that prevent us from loving our way into the moments we should, like we did the day of that wedding. How can you help us? Well, you know, I mean, part of it um, goes back to stepping back for a second and thinking, okay, what what I'm saying, I've learned from Jesus of Nazareth and the Bible and our religious tradition, our Judeo-Christian tradition, um, but that love, um, certainly as Jesus of Nazareth used it, spoke of it most frequently, is, uh, the Greek word is agape. It, it is the kind of love that is unselfish, that is even sacrificial at times, that really does speak the good and the welfare and the well-being of others as well as the self. Um, it's, you know, uh, John Wesley once said, do all the good you can every way you can. That's the kind of love that really is transformative. Um, Now, the truth is, it's a decision. I mean, it's like I've got to make a decision that I want to live my life that way. You you can't live your life by default and expect any given outcomes. I mean, you've got to make a decision. It doesn't mean you're always going to do it right or always get it, but at least to make a decision today, this is how I'm going to live. I'm going to be loving. I'm going to seek the good and the well-being of others. Then you've got to find a way to support that decision. And that's why I would suggest we really all need God to help us on that. The Bible says God is love. Well, if God is love, that means God is the source of love, the very energy of love itself. And so some kind of relationship, ongoing relationship for real with God. And then we need communities of support around us to both hold us accountable and to support us along the way. And faith communities um, do that. Uh, but there are other, there are all sorts of ways. If I got a time, my wife has a book club. A couple of years ago, she's been in this book club for years. It's with her sisters and cousins and other folks. And at one point, I said, "Well, what book do you all read?" And she was saying, "Well, so and so is reading this one. Somebody else is reading that one." I said, "Wait a minute, what kind of book club is this?" To talk about what they had for dinner and what they ate, and, and I said, "Wait a minute, what kind of book club is?" And I realized that the book of uh, books that was an occasion for gathering that this is a group of women who've been sharing their lives together for years, that they've actually been helping each other along the way. Love requires that kind of communal support. We need communities of love around us that can support us, can hold us up, hold us accountable, and that we can support each other. Because it's not easy to love, but it can be done. And my book is about people I've seen do it affected my life and many who have affected the life of the world as well. Can't wait to read Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. Bishop Michael Curry, our guest. Okay, I'll bite. What did Desmond Tutu and Dolly Parton have in common? (laughs) Uh, If you read that chapter, the two of them had the same thing. It was they discovered love um, and light in the power of a dream of a better life for themselves and for the world. Desmond Tutu, in the nightmare of apartheid, talked about God as a dream for South Africa, and I'm going to work until that dream happens. 
and Dolly Parton, born and reared in poverty, um, had a dream of a better life for herself and a better life for others. And she made that dream happen. And now she works to end illiteracy among children. Um, she actually is somebody who does good with what she's been received. Both of those people are people of love who have actually made a difference in so many lives. And their love was in energized by a dream of a better world and a better life for themselves and others. Does God have a dream for each individual, for each country? Is that true? Yes, yes. And we have to decide, do we want to live God's dream for us or do we want to make up a nightmare? <laughs> and I believe we can choose God's dream for our lives and the lives of others. And that dream is a dream of what Dr. King called the beloved community. What is your church doing uh, when it comes to diversity and inclusion? Well, we're working at it. We're working at it. We're, we're trying to be a truly diverse and inclusive church, reflecting what we believe are the teachings of, um, you know, of Jesus of Nazareth. And so we're trying to do it, and we're doing a lot of work in racism and anti-racism and racial reconciliation and justice, doing a lot of work in training and that kind of thing. We're doing a lot of work. I mean, Episcopal churches, like other churches and religious communities, are doing a lot uh, to help in society, even through this COVID pandemic, uh, whether it's soup kitchens or counseling services or ecumenical groups that come together to serve in communities. These churches and synagogues and mosques are really doing something to help people in a, hard, in a time of need. Um, the soup kitchens are overwhelmed with people and the, the feeding programs, people who need food and people... Uh, you know, this these are tough times. Uh, the COVID pandemic, the racial crisis that we're, we're in, that we're becoming more aware of as a culture, the economic impacts of, of the pandemic, and the divisions in our country that are real and divisions around the world. Love is the way to work through all of that and take care of each other and make it. This is not just sentiment. This is, well, Dr. King said it this way. We'll either learn to live together as brothers and sisters or we'll perish together as fools. The choice is ours, chaos or community. I believe that love is the way to choose communicate. That's the way we can get together. That's the way we can do it. Uh, and you say this is a decision we make, a decision to be loving. All right, Dr. Michael Bishop, I have so much enjoyed our time together. And all I can say to you right now is this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> <laughs> you are all right. <laughs> Thank you. You are all right. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do. God bless you, sister. You too. Bye-bye. God bless you, sister. Don't you love him? Bishop Michael Curry, the head of the Episcopal Church, and his new book is called Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. How's your hope level today? Let's talk about some of the things the bishop uh, was sharing. Love is a choice. We choose to love. He says you can't live your life by default expecting any given outcome. You choose to love, and you don't have to get it right all the time. Oh, shoot, I was so relieved when he said that. Because I don't get it right. But isn't that a wonderful thing? And I do have that uh, written on a sticky note near my microphone. I choose love. I choose love. And I have it written on my microphone uh, because I forget. <laughs> and I want to remember it in every moment. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a frequency. You can push yourself back there. You know, I've fallen out of a, a feeling of kindness. I can push myself back. 
with every face that comes in front of yours, you can remind yourself, I choose love in this moment. You can't live your life expecting any given outcome if you don't start with a decision. And Bishop Curry says the decision is to choose love. Another thing he talked about, love requires communal support. Isn't that something to think about? We can have the best intentions. We can have the best energy in our own hearts. But love requires communal support. And what we started talking about in the beginning of our get-together was sometimes you have really great supportive friends. Sometimes you have a wonderful family, a wonderful spouse, wonderful children. And sometimes you're surrounded by people who lack the ability to be supportive for whatever reason. But the love that we need to choose requires communal support. I've never heard it said that way in, in a sentence like that, but I felt the need in my heart, which is why I do all the things I do. We have the circle of women that's meeting every Sunday at the market at Mount Carmel, Sunday, 11 o'clock, the room's wide open, big open doors, wide open, windows open. We're distanced too. The chairs are real far apart. Um, And people say, you're so busy. Why do you do it? I do it because I need it. I gather with like-minded women because my heart needs it. I don't do it because I'm like Miss Generous Spirit. (laughs) I do it because I need it. So again, I've never heard it in a sentence quite like the way Bishop Curry said, love requires communal support, but I felt that need that it requires communal support, which is why five years ago I started the Facebook page, A Circle of Women. And guys, I'm sorry if you're listening and feeling left out. We love you too. Maybe I'll make a co-ed group one day. Not today, though. Um, A Circle of Women on Facebook, I can just go check in and get half a dozen positive messages from women I don't even know. But they're there, you know, shouting out what they're feeling or telling us the good thing they're doing. I need that. I need that. And I guess, you know, maybe we all do communal support. So when you check in with your self-care, check in with that too. Be honest. Be really honest about how much support you have in your life. And if you are lacking in the support department, you have to give it to yourself. You have to find ways to give it to yourself. You have to craft each and every day to support you. You have to devise ways to support yourself. I do it with sticky notes. I do it with inspirational emails to my inbox. I do it with little reminders that pop up on my phone. If you looked around my whole life, all you would see is reminders of the track that I want to stay on. Because I don't do it naturally. (laughs) Hi, it's Casey. You're listening to Shine on the Health and Happiness Show. Our guest today is Bishop Michael Curry. And he is the bishop that married Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And in the book, he told the story that in the book, uh, Desmond Tutu and Dolly Parton both had a vision for their life. Both looked at the world around them and said, I have a vision for this. I have a vision for how the world could look and for what I could contribute to the world and for how I can shine in the world. Isn't that something we can think about? What is our vision for the rest of our life? The bishop says God has a vision for our life. Can you see the emoji face I'm making? With my hands out, my shoulders up. I don't know if God has a vision for each individual life. 
I think that might be our job. It might be our job to align our lives to God if God is love, as the bishop says. Maybe it's our job to align ourselves to a vision of love for our lives. If you were to take a moment and picture a loving vision for the rest of your life, what would that look like? And what changes do you need to make to get there? And another note I wrote down while he was speaking, the quote from Dr. King, we must learn to live together as brothers and sisters or perish together as fools. The choice is ours. And it is impossible to ignore all the unrest in the world as we brothers and sisters of planet Earth fail to get along, fail to choose love when we look at each other, fail to bow to the divinity in each other, fail to allow differences to just be differences. I spoke to my girlfriend the other day. She actually does traffic on the radio station with me, and she said that she is of one political party, and her boyfriend, housemate, is of another political party. And she's just about had it with all the stuff he's talking about nonstop, 2020, as he's glued to his news channel. And I found that remarkable that she's able to live with and love a man in this political climate when they have such diverse uh, ways of thinking, such diverse ways of looking at the world. But for the most part, she allows him just to be and believe what he believes, and she chooses love, and she doesn't get all bent out of shape about somebody having different political ideas than her own. And that, I guess is choosing love. Thanksgiving's coming around again. I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of dialogue at the table last year. I don't know if this year will be any different. All right. That is Bishop Michael Curry. His new book is Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. Choose love, find a community that supports you, and choose love. That's it. And love yourself. Love yourself enough to put a network of love around yourself, by yourself, if that's what you have to do. So get the book, read the book, call me up, and let's, uh, let's talk about the book, Bishop Michael Curry, Love is the Way. And we absolutely know that to be true, but the practice is, you know, a practice. It's a practice. So thank you for tuning in to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. You know, there's a ton of back uh, episodes, podcasts, whatever you want to call them. I think like 600 of these are alive and well, and you can find them at Casey.co. And the more I think about it, the more I am digging this idea of a book club. Not only this book, but what are the books that have changed your life? What are the books that are always on your nightstand? What are the books that mean a ton to you? Email me from the website, Casey.co. Email me, tell me about those books, and let's talk about that. Let's share your greatest lessons. Let's share your greatest learnings. Let's share your greatest teachings. I am all ears and looking forward to it. And our thought for the day is the lyric from the song that they sang in the cathedral as Prince Harry and Meghan 
were walking down the aisle. And Wikipedia says this little light of mine is a popular gospel song of unknown origin sung all over the world. It was often reported to be written for children in the 1920s by Harry Dixon Lowe's. But he never claimed credit for the original version of the song. In fact, the Moody Bible Institute, where he worked, said he didn't write it. So I don't know where it came from. Sister Rosetta Tharp, the godmother of rock and roll, sang it in 1960s. Odetta and the Boys Choir of Harlem performed it on The Late Show with David Letterman in 2001. And it ended that wedding back in May 2018. As simple as it is, it means a whole lot. This little light of mine... I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Shine up. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260 and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.